Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. This is our week 11 preview and week 10 review. I am joined by my fantastic co-host, Mozzie. How are you doing? I'm doing swell. It's been a really great week, honestly, even though it's pretty much been terrible weather. It's just gone from summer to straight winter over here in D.C. It's been a good week. How about you? It snowed here. There was like ice and frost and everything, but... As people hear me complain about, I'm allergic to everything outside. So this oh. is like this is like my favorite part of year when like everything frosts over and like stuff dies. Because like that, because <laughs> that I feel good. And you can breathe again. Yeah. So a little, it's a little runny, but like I can like breathe and I don't have a headache all the time. So I, I like it. These are good things. Yes. And not having a headache allows me to focus better. You know, focus more on my on my calls. You know, my 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 football stuff. My, yeah. my sports looking I my can, stats I can, I can look at sports better but um yeah so um anyway without further ado let's talk about some of last week's uh bangers and mash that's our studs and duds so um I'm gonna start off with Nick Chubb of course <laughs> Chubb that made me so happy but like it, it was okay obviously it sucked as a Falcons fan like watching that like happen to the Falcons but if there's any player I have to watch that happen, like with, that it would be Nick Chubb. Maybe Nick Chubb. So yeah. I tried so hard to get him in my home league. I tried to trade for him. I know I, but, I have to. <laughs> the guy would not take anything except Michael Thomas. So I I couldn't make that trade mm-hmm. obviously, but. Ugh. I want to see if I can find some like broken tackle stats or something. Yeah, as far as like tackle breaking, Nick Chubb is just like. And Duke Johnson still had a solid week, even with Nick Chubb popping off, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nick Chubb balled out um, on a bye this week, but he's an every-week starter at this point, right? Yes. The, the running backs coach, was like who was the, like, the guy who was running backs coach, is the offensive coordinator now. So, like, yeah. Yes. Go, <laughs> yeah. Chubb. Chubb and Johnson are both solid. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> all right that one was totally unintentional Ch- chubb and johnson are both all right moving on <laughs> who you like okay i think i found some broken tackle stats maybe. oh there you go okay um except i can't i'm trying to like filter it by like this many touches huh apparently uh dj Moore, as far as like people with like Notable, like with at least 25 touches, he's the best at breaking tackles. That's fun. Is that so? Yeah. Nick Chubb has a, let's see, a 27.3% uh, like a broken tackles per touch rate, whatever. that like So like I guess like every, how many tackles, or inverse, sorry. However many times you touch it. Okay, I'm, the words are hard for me right now. I can, I can see the number and get it's good. <laughs> he breaks a tackle on 27.3% of his touches. There we go. That's what I was going for. Okay. Which I think is good. But he he may, like... I don't know if that's just, like... Uh, is this, like, a... Just, like... I think this might just be, like, tackles... Sorry, it might just be, like, broken tackles divided by touches. It may not count for, like, multiple broken tackles, too. Who knows? Anyway... That was a long kind of tangent. I may just remove that because it was kind of going nowhere. But um, Chubb is great. Start Chubb. Yeah, Nick Chubb's good. Ah, he is good. Um, 
Anyway, uh, Mr. Trubisky had another good week. Um, dude's dude's having a good year. Like him and him and Nagy are finally like clicking. Matt Nagy, man, he might mm-hmm. get coach of the year. Yeah. So Trubisky. At this rate. Yeah. So going through his last games, um, since the bye, he had that really bad game against Buffalo, but that was more he didn't need to do anything. But since the bye, he's been. So this is our five-point touchdown. It's been 30, 33, 24, the 9, and then 39. So like, And then before the bye, he torched Tampa. So it's been going well <laughs> for him. It's been going real well. I think he's yeah. startable this week too. It's a little more daunting. It is Minnesota, obviously. They are beatable. but I just trust that their offense is going to get things moving. Yeah, my worry is like the Vikings may just continue to beat on the Bears as per usual, but <laughs> I feel like that's a fair kind of worry. Like individual games, that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, or just like repeats constantly. Yeah, they haven't played this year yet, but the Bears are usually kind of like the laughing stock of the division. Them, the Lions, but <laughs> right, but things are changing. One thing I noted earlier is, uh, in terms of like point differential. It's not even close how much better the Bears are than most of the teams in the league. <laughs> it's like point differential in the NFC. Number one is the Rams with 104. Saints, number two at 98. And then the Bears at number three at 94. Yeah, they've been blowing some teams out too. And like, the, the problem AFC, with the Vikings is that they even out. that high except for the Chiefs. Yeah, the AFC. The NFC is so much better than the AFC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like Chiefs, Steelers, Patriots, and then yeah. like the NFC. Yeah. Chargers are pretty good this year. Chargers are cool. They're, yeah. they're not charging this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay putting them in that category. I yeah. think they're really good. For sure. Yeah, Chicago is is doesn't seem to be a pretender. I think there's another 6-3 and three team we'll talk about later in the NFC that is a pretender, I feel. Dun, dun, dun. But you probably agree. And <laughs> well, considering the game pick, I know you agree. But um, anyway, <laughs> um, other studs we had Matt Breed and Aaron Jones. Who actually Aaron Jones just went off again last night too. Um, he's I mean he's getting the touches now. That's all he needed, and he's healthy. Same with Breida, he's healthy. Um, he about just, time. Yeah, Breida wrecked the um, the Giants. I mean they're both startable. Every week. Especially Aaron Jones. Yeah, I mean, last night really did solidify that they're going to be using him more and effectively because he's very good, and it was stupid that they weren't. <laughs> Even Aaron Rodgers was like, man, we really should get this guy the ball more. We should really get this guy the ball more, huh, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Aaron Rodgers. No. Um, get the ball to Aaron. Breida gets Tampa next week, who's actually not been that good against running backs as of late. They Tampa. started yeah, they started like but their their run defense is like pretty okay, but like the problem is that they're just such a bad defense that they still give a lot of points to running backs is the issue. Uh, so it's not like a scary matchup anymore. And like yep. I don't I'm not like anticipating Nick Mullins like taking all the points. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like that's fair. And then next up on our oh god, I have too much stuff open. Here we go. Uh, Corey Davis and Brandon Cooks both had good weeks. Um, 
with Brandon Cooks, I hear the siren that cracks me up every time. Okay, it shows it cracks me up, but like, there's just almost always a siren when we on Always. It's, it's like uncanny. Mm hmm. It's like there's this one dude who just has a heart attack every day at like three. It's like a mini one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> EMTs rush over. Ah, oh, it's all right. I shouldn't laugh. I had too many, too many sausages this morning. Like, take off. <laughs> just like zapping back to life. Real quick. <laughs> oh, they're going this week. <laughs> <laughs> Like That's exactly, yeah, he's got like that handlebar mustache. I think I'm picturing Andy Reid. <laughs> but like a little bit floppier. A slightly floppier Andy Reid. And like floppy a, Andy And like a not as happy looking. Andy Reid always looks like really jovial. Yeah, right yeah, jovial, exactly. The Kool-Aid guy. Do you think Andy Reid's travels ever flap when he gets really excited? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I like that reference. Um, so Corey Davis and Brandon Cooks had good weeks. Um, <laughs> Cooper Cup's out for the year, so like Cooks is going to get more volume. And also, dear Lord, this week he's probably going to go insane. Um, <laughs> I'd imagine against the Chiefs. Oh, God. And then, um, Corey Davis, um, Marcus Mariota appears to be healthy, and they get the Colts this week. And Corey Davis is getting a ton of targets. I think Taiwan Taylor is probably out this week. But hmm. I, I'm going to keep slamming both these guys in my lineup and personally. Definitely Cooks. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think he can start Corey Davis. He's just, you know, there's going to be that week where he just doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Titans have kind of shown that ability this year. Right. Have those days, and that's that's my only, that's my only drawback on Davis. It's like you can't if, start him every week. You got to make sure you pick the right one where yeah. he's gonna stink. I, it was nice um, seeing him do well against the Patriots last week against Gilmore, who's actually been really good this year. Mm -hmm. Like Davis just kind of owned him, which was nice. which was good to see. So, but uh, yeah. So, no, it so, was great to see. <laughs> yeah, that was. He's he's good. I'm glad he's I, uh, getting more work. I went to brunch to go see the 1 o'clock games with this girl, April. And uh, she accidentally took us to a Titans bar, which I didn't know there was one in D.C. <laughs> there are all these Titans fans and all these Patriots fans, and the Titans fans are just shitting on them all all day it was great <laughs> had a wonderful time nothing like shitting on the patriots right right <laughs> nothing like it oh man i uh i met a real life bills fan um over the weekend yeah how was that i was at i was at my cousin's wedding and we were talking to him and like he said he was like a bills fan he hates he hates the patriots <laughs> uh-huh so i'm saying it's me who likes falcons and raiders and then my uncle Caleb, who likes the Jets, and we're just like, yeah, like fuck the Pats, <laughs> like exactly. <laughs> enemy of my enemy. <laughs> and like we were sitting at the table there, I'm like, like like he says, a Bills fan. I was like, table's not safe. <laughs> <laughs> we might get super race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so Matt Barkley this week, right? <laughs> oh my god. Which oh man, that's a whole separate story. I'm sorry. You, I didn't you even watch said it, so, you, know. you even said I kind of want to pick the Bills, but I know when I pick the Jets, the Bills are gonna win. <laughs> Those were pretty much your words. Yeah, 
And lo and behold, mm-hmm. Todd Bowles is now 0-6 against backup quarterbacks. Yeah, and I guess they're going to keep coach. him this year. Yeah, it sounds like they're going to get rid of him in the off season. Yeah, I wonder I wonder who they're going to take with their high pick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone they want at yeah. this point. <laughs> they need a lot of stuff. Um, Maybe a lineman. Or yeah, that wouldn't hurt. To sign Le'Veon Bell, draft a lineman, get a free agent wide receiver, fucking put an offense together. <laughs> oh, Joe Flacco <laughs> is very unlikely to play week 11 against the Bengals. I'll talk more the about that. The unlikely. Mm. Oh, but um, anyway, continuing our studs section, uh, Eric Ebron somehow put three touchdowns together on very few touches. <laughs> what a guy. He just keeps getting touchdowns. Dude, luck loves him. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of going against conventional wisdom as far as, like, how we should play fantasy, like, tight ends and just players <laughs> in general. Just because, like, okay, at this point, Eric Ebron is the tight end three on the year. Like, what the actual fuck won? <laughs> we did, yeah, we, we did like him earlier in the year, like, before the season started, but I, I don't think yeah. either of us anticipated this. I He's the only player I have in all four of my leagues, to, I think. Maybe not our, like, our uh, other one yeah but But. he just keeps like scoring (laughs) it's kind of those things where like you're like oh like variants will kick in like eventually like there's gonna be games where he doesn't and like yeah there are like games where he doesn't but like i mean it's tight end that's the thing (laughs) it's like at a certain point i think with tight end you just have to be like i will take this upside and like live with a three or four point game every so often just because like it's andrew luck Throwing to tight ends, and they. I mean, dude, the whole season he's been good. Yeah, only two games. He's he's their wide receiver like two pretty much. Like that's the thing. Because they they really don't use anyone besides Hilton. Do you like him at all this week? Might as well bring it up now since he's not really in our stuff later. I mean, I don't think I would start any of the street like our streams over him now. So like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the guy. That's, that's my answer. Like, yeah. I mean, I would, like, I would, I would play Ebron over like a lot of p- players just because he has the upside. Like at tight end, like, there's so many guys who are gonna give you five points. I would rather like hopefully like have a potential for twenty. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean that's 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 it's as simple as that. Like at a certain point, you have to say okay, like fuck statistics and just like accept that this guy is just scoring a lot like right like there, there, he... there are these players every year and like it maybe next year it'll go back but at this moment in time like it's good so it's good yeah but... it's hard to go against it even if he's not doesn't have good matchups doesn't have good at like whatever it doesn't matter yeah he's got nine well. he has 10 touchdowns on the year nine receiving and that one rushing i don't think he ever got 10 when he was with detroit no i think he's like almost at his four-year total already four-year total damn yeah like he got like okay i'm gonna look this up real quick eric ebron go to pro football reference so um let's see he had one five one four so oh he did have a rushing touchdown one year so he's got Six, 11. seven, eight, twelve 12 total touchdowns in Detroit. 12. 
over four years, and he's already at ten this year. So like, all right, he's like finally living up to, to his draft capital a bit. That's this is crazy. I keep refreshing this to see if they've got a line for Baltimore Cincinnati yet. Mm. It's supposed to be up last night, but they apparently fucked up real bad. So, <laughs> um, all right, those really the studs are bangers. They banged as we say in in hip hop that bangs that shit bangs that, that shit bangs <laughs> and then, she um, bang <laughs> oh she bang <laughs> <laughs> um i guess a good point to go to our duds um <laughs> our mash the guys who, who who mashed your hopes and dreams um on staying on tight ends oj howard and david njoku uh couple couple young bucks who uh didn't get it done it was just unfortunate. That's two weeks in a row for Njoku, isn't it? Yeah, he's like been in good spots twice, and I've played him twice. Well, okay, against Kansas City, he got enough garbage time to get to seven point three. But he's got he's got really good matchups all year. After this, he's got this is where I struggle. So after the bye, he's got Cincinnati, Houston, Carolina, Denver, Cincinnati. Like, oh, those are all such good matchups. Like, he's got Cincinnati twice. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like this is the problem like i want to i want to keep playing them but i don't know what to do because the browns are just like not getting him in much like him and landry are both kind of like it's the it's it's the running back show like yeah that's the gist of it is a problem so they've definitely changed the offense up yeah, I guess when your running back coach becomes your offensive coordinator, it's going to be the running back show, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have seen that coming a bit, I bet, huh? Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, that one's tough. Um, O.J. Howard also had a rough week. Um, so I'll talk about this more at some point. But um, apparently Dirk Cutter called the plays instead of Munkin for some reason, and they were bad. So hopefully it goes back this week. If we find out Dirk Cutter is going to call the plays again, like as long as that's happening, you can't play Tampa. Three to six. Like he still Fitzpatrick got four hundred yards. Like unless unless you want to play your quiz Rogers, like you can't play anyone to Tampa as long as Cutter's calling the plays. You know how do you throw for four hundred yards and get a field goal? There was like a drop (laughs) in the end zone. There was like the quiz Rogers, like Jaquiz, like fumbled through the end zone. There was like like a strip sack like it was all in the red zone too and it was so like frustrating for me because i i ended up i had him in dfs just because like the price was nice and like when you throw for 400 yards when all that happens it's just kind of like really shitty luck but red zone woes hurt uh for sure it said they punted once yeah those they were just turnovers and shit it was bad my god so like og howard's been good with um fits in like especially the last three weeks he's been good um let me see exactly what it is but so get like the last several weeks so after the bye he had 14 9 15 and 19 so like as a tight end that's like super good he's still tied in six on the year which is hilarious so um it's kind of tough going forward like kind of weighing in with everyone else like if I'm like this week, if you say him or Eric Ebron, I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know. <laughs> like, OJ whole... Howard or Ebron? Yeah. Like, that'll, I like, it's, I think it's pretty much is Cutter calling the plays, and that's like my flow chart. 
<laughs> it's a, <laughs> when you have a dirt cutter flow yes. chart, you know something's bad. Pick Ebron. If so. <laughs> with, but, yeah, I think with Howard, it might just be that simple as with all the Bucks. That's my thought on it. But Njoku, man, those matchups are juicy. It's tough, though, because he's had a lot of duds. Yeah. As tight ends are wont to do. Do you, do you have any uh, do you have any different takes on those guys? I think I would take. I'm looking. I'm like debating between if I would take Ebron or Howard. So that was one of the things you asked. So I'm, I'm thinking I would take Ebron, even though Tennessee's technically the number one tight end defense. But they've also played no one. That tight yeah, end. they they really haven't. They yeah. played Ertz, <laughs> and Ertz went off on them. And yeah, that's that's the issue there. So, because they Chargers got have Gates, yeah, yeah. like the, like come on, they got Pats without Gronk. So, Jacksonville yeah. sort of they don't they don't have a nope, tight end. Nope. Because ASJ, well, I don't was that well I don't know if it was before or after or when he got hurt, but yeah, they've got kind of none. No yeah, so there. Tennessee has not played any good tight ends really, mm-hmm. and the ones that have went off on them are the ones. So the one. they play I'd take one. Ebron. Mm-hmm. So it's tough, um, which is tough because so I have Eric Ebron and Evan Engram. I like Ingram I'm, this week. I do too a lot. <laughs> yeah, and it's matchup and like how the Bucks like like target like our funnel their defense kind of in a way. Like if I'm if you pay me OJ or Ingram this week, I'm I'm going Ingram. I have that decision actually. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm going Ingram over OJ Howard this week. Um, and sticking with the Bucks, uh, Mike Evans um, had a rough week. I think he got like didn't he get like ten targets somehow still? I mean, it's possible they did have a ton of fucking yards. Um, oh, no, I think no. he had a decent oh, no, 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 no. stat line. The week before against Carolina, it was ten targets and one reception, and then it was six targets and three uh, receptions last week. Okay, okay. Which still, man. Um, that's interesting but it's tough it's kind of I don't want to just keep falling back on if their coder calls the plays but like that's that's where I'm at with it because Todd Munkin has like shown he can power an offense like Mike Evans has been pretty good a lot of times this year just been like rough the last two weeks well it looks like Dirk Cutter was able to move the ball down the field he just couldn't put it in the end zone because so he wanted just, to use Jaquiz fucking Rogers. <laughs> so just have him do like the middle of the field plays, and then when they hit the red zone, give the play calling over to the other guy. He knows how to use Howard and Jackson and just bombs with yeah. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, when, when Jizz Rogers out targets um, <laughs> Mike Evans, there's a problem. By a lot. Yeah. He also was eight for eight. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a bunch of yak. Bunch of that yakking, but um, it's hmm. I'm, I want to look at the matchups on like these corners for the Giants here, cause like, I mean, I think Mike Evans can beat whoever the Giants have. Is the thing? It'll be Janoris Jenkins. Hmm. Let me see. How's how's Janoris been doing this year? He's been okay. Been okay. But. 
I think I'm pretty sure Evans can be Janoris Jenkins. Is my uh, thought on that. He's definitely got the size matchup. Because Eli him. Eli Apple's gone too. So like, is it like like who's even the fuck is over there now? <laughs> exactly. But like, I actually don't know. Is it PW Web or some bullshit? Maybe I don't know. I'll look that up. I think it might be PW Web, but I. I trust Evans to be better than the Giants' corners. I feel like that's okay to say. <laughs> but it's it's tough knowing that Tampa Bay just kind of stalled so hard against Washington, whose pass defense got, like, decimated the last couple of weeks. It's BW Webb. So very, very close. I bet I say WB, whatever. DW, and something, I don't know. BW Webb. And then they still got Landon Collins there, too, to help mm-hmm. Curtis Riley. But, yeah. I'm just going to fall back on is Dirk Cutter calling plays flowchart <coughs> and then um, other duds uh, Sonny Michelle and Tom Brady and pretty much all the pats except for Edelman and like sort of Gordon it was just bad it was just a bad week yeah they had classic Patriots downer week where they're just like who is this team but nobody's worried like they probably didn't even drop in the power rankings oh they of course just... not because it's Tom Brady yeah, they're just like, oh, it's just. He one went of those home games. and kissed his son and got superpowers from it. Yeah, he'll be fine. They'll be back next week and light up the Bills. Or no, oh, they're playing the Jets. See, they're gonna absolutely yeah. destroy the Jets. Uh-huh. <laughs> so don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Belichick's not gonna let 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 them, you know, have to keep their heads down all over this loss. They're gonna bounce back, and you know, they're on the Jets. We're on to the Jets. <laughs> We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. Um. <laughs> With Sony, though, um, so okay, I guess we'll start with Brady. So Brady, he's actually not been, like, a good fantasy quarterback this year. Dun, dun, dun. Like, I mean, I don't think he traditionally is the best. Let me see where he's at right now. Like, last year he had a really good year. Yeah, But he's... for most of his career, he was always kind of, like, in that 12 range. Yeah, it's it's mostly been the last three weeks. Last three weeks he'd been like under seventeen. So Buffalo, I mean they didn't have to. He didn't have to do anything. Green Bay, what happened in Green Bay? I'll, let me look at that game log. And then obviously you know what happened last week. But after this he gets to Jets. That'll help. He's got Minnesota, Miami, Pitt, Buffalo. Eh, I'm not excited about Brady. Like if I'm Brady owner, which I'm not anywhere. But if I am, if I happen to be. I'm going, okay, did I get Lamar Jackson? Yes, no. Yes, good, Lamar Jackson. No, um, crap, what do I do now? So we'll, we'll talk about that in the streamers, but some of these streamer options might be able to kind of do you, do you well for the rest of the year. Um, there's one especially I'm pretty excited about for the rest of the year um, that's on our streamers this week. But, um, yeah, it's been a let – me, let me look. How about this other guy? Let me look at these other schedules here. Well, what's this guy going to play? Who's he going to play here? Oh, it's okay. It's not as nice as the other guy, but... Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, like, <laughs> mumbling nonsense. But, um, yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, like, Brady's, like, you don't have to start him every week. Like, people are going to because he's Brady, but you shouldn't, even though he's Brady. Yeah, I mean, it's more of a name than... He's never just been, like, a super impressive fantasy quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever drafted him. Yeah, there, he had that year with Moss, obviously. He's had a couple years where he's been, like, popping, but... Right. I mean, he always goes through stretches where the Patriots, like, just don't need him as much. But 
unless it's Mahomes, like there's not really like Mahomes or I guess like Ryan, Breeze, Goff, Cam. Like there's like there's like and and what now too? Like there's some guys you you will start every week, but like there's a lot of players you can cycle around, and like I I stumbled into Mitch and now he's my starter. Like you can start guys for stretches and just kind of like move on. Yeah, That's we could pick up Zay Jones in our dynasty listeners. Like. <laughs> 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 Just hold on to him until he's on another team. Oh, yeah, he was a, he was a stud last week with Matt fucking Barkley, dude. <laughs> Gosh, like I I think I think my super rays are cured. Did Matt Barkley cure my super rays? Because I mean, I guess into some news, Nathan Peterman got cut, but <laughs> oh no, so. I think cutting Peterman and winning with Barkley is is definitely helping my super aids a lot. <laughs> I think the whole team collectively grew when that happened. Like they are now in remission. <laughs> <laughs> I think we we might get Jalen back this week. Uh oh. So that's neat. Um, are they on by this week? Oh no! Sorry, they're by this week. I think I think they'll get Jalen back next week as well. Okay, I'm... right, like when they're back from. Okay, yeah, which will be interesting. Sure. <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, that's Brady, Sony, Michelle. So this is kind of going into our injury stuff. Burkhead is gonna come back. Dun dun dun. <laughs> which is annoying <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> this is like the like the freaking like zombie hand reaching up out of the grave but like there to vulture your fantasy points from sony michelle he's gonna come <laughs> back um so he's eligible for week 13 return and he probably will come back then so like i wish i would have moved james white sooner and only where i have him but like that hurts james white and sony both like i don't I really don't know how much they'll use Burkhead to be fully honest, but it's just annoying that you have to worry about it. Oh my god. Two in one day. Is that a siren or a train? It's a very aggressive siren. Ah. <laughs> See, I thought it was a train, but I thought about the Bills running train and it kind of <laughs> happened, which is weird. But um Yeah, oh so anyway. Um, fully delving into the injuries and all that jazz now. Um, so some of the new ones this year, I'll kind of go through them quickly, and if there's something to talk about, I will. Um, I'll save my the best for last. Um, Cooper Cup's out for the season. Obviously, boosts. Um, I mean, I, I guess it kind of funnels a few more targets to Woods and Cooks and then makes Reynolds and um, sort of Higby viable. Um, James Conner, I, I think he's going to be all fine. He was put in concussion protocol after last Thursday's game, but he's got plenty of time. So the assumption is he'll play. He Mar- uh, practiced fully today. Yeah, so I think he's all good. Um, Marvin Jones, his knee is hurt. He's looking like a probable inactive, which uh, is interesting for Galladay. We can discuss that when we kind of get into some of our starts and sits. There's, I mean, there's a lot of ways to look at that one. Um, let's see. Devontae Parker, he got hurt, I'm pretty sure. Let me see what it was. What was it? Um, left AC joint sprain. Um, I mean, they have a bye this week, so that helps. But um, left AC see. joint sprain. Yeah, he's considered week to week. He'll prop. He'll. I mean, he has a bye week, so we'll see. But I mean, it's Devontae Parker, so doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then <laughs> um, Jordy Nelson got hurt. Um, 
Man, it's kind of been rough for him, huh? Yeah. Is he even on the team anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, exactly. Um, it was his knee, I believe. Um, I assume he's not going to play this week. Um, Taewon Taylor is probably going to be out as well. His foot is hurt. Um, Michael Roberts, tight end for the Detroit Lions. His shoulder is hurt. He's probably inactive. And then Rip Dez, <laughs> right, right when he gets signed, Terry loses his Achilles. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. But Kamara and Ingram threw up the X's for him. So. Apparently mm. it feels like getting kicked in the heel. Yeah. Well, who was the guy for Good Morning Football? Like Kyle something maybe is that who like he like was doing like a photo shoot or something and tore his acl like running for that like really that. yeah oh i didn't know that yeah i think it's kyle on is that, is that something like that let me see good morning yeah what? there's um uh k adams and kyle, yeah kyle brandt peter Schrager. yeah i think he tore his acl kind of recently i think damn but he said like he thought someone like hit him on the back of the foot or something he thought yeah fell on i like him. i was watching an interview with something and, like that's what it, i guess it's like getting kicked in your heel like with the flat part of someone's foot I'm like that, that's that sounds terrible <laughs> but um last injury of uh, this kind of section here um joe flacco as i mentioned is Boy. probably not gonna play so uh, I assume that means Lamar Jackson time. Now I did see a dumb, funny tweet. Um, like funny, like it's funny because it's so dumb. Um, mm. So they're they apparently may mix in RG three for some series and special packages. Okay. And like, I'm like, in what world would mixing in Robert Griffin the third be like? A winning strategy. <laughs> hey man, they they I mean assuming Lamar Jackson takes Flacco's role, then you need RG three to take Lamar Jackson's role that he used to, that he was running, right? Yeah, so Robert Griffin's not the gadget. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like he was second string gadget. <laughs> that'd just be that'd be some dumb shit. Like <laughs> like there will be nothing good could come from that. But anyway, so it, it, assuming Lamar Jackson's starting, I like him a lot this week. Um, I mean, I, I guess we can put him as a stream at, and talk about him more, but yeah. there's a lot to like there. Um, so as far as past injuries go, Kiki Cootie, uh, he re-aggravated his hammy. He's like a true game time decision. He he said himself he's not gonna come back until he's like 100. So we'll see you there. Um, it's obviously just helpful for Deshaun Watson. Um, but I mean, against Washington this week, I think it's gonna be the Hopkins show probably. Um, Royce Freeman, I literally, I literally just got a notification he's gonna play on Sunday. Nice. So that's good. And um, oh yeah, for reference, we're recording this. Uh, Friday, right now it's about to hit 2 p.m. Friday, November 16th. So, 2 p.m. For reference, yeah, 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, Gronk, they're on bye this week. The hope is he's back after the bye. Um, I think that's the plan. So, he's just kind of breaking down. It's sad. Um, so right in Tannehill, I just, he was he was throwing, I'm pretty sure. So, there's that. 
<laughs> I mean, um, Whoa. they've got a buy. <laughs> like he, they, like he was seen like throwing and stuff in practice. So like he's progressing finally some, but that's, there's still not like a sure thing on when he's back. But I mean, it's Tannehill. Um, Whatever. Um, so Josh Allen and Derek Anderson. Uh, Josh Allen should be back after the bye. I don't know about Derek Anderson. He had that concussion. He should just kind of call it, I think. But yeah, and besides, it got Matt Barkley. Yeah, I think I th- <laughs> Derek Anderson should probably retire at this point. Not to like be a dick, but like when, <laughs> at this point, you're like, uh, yeah, yeah. If you're still getting concussions, like yeah, that would that would make me want to retire. Yeah, and you're on the Bills, like that would make me want to retire. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so Darren Sproles, uh, he was about to play last weekend. Like I right, like right before I put it up, I got news that he reaggravated his hamstring, so he's going to be out again this week. It looks like that backfield's a mess, though. Um, can't really, like he can't really play anyone from it. It sucks. Um, and then Tory Smith um, is going to be out again this week, um, which is just kind of better for DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel there. Um, Thompson and Crowder are probably out again for Washington. Um, I think Chris Thompson is questionable. Probably. Yeah, he's doubtful, probably inactive. And same with um, Crowder. So. um, Still out. Uh, Washington's just got so many injuries. Yeah, they always do. Them and the Packers, they they need. um, Depth. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got an alert that. Yeah, Chris Thompson and Crowder are out. And then I guess um, Samaj P. Ryan's out as well. But um, Shit. whatever that's worth. But uh, Trent Williams might play. There's a chance he plays. It's like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and then um, Donta Foreman. Um, oh, that's a fun one for me. Um, he, I think, so he returned to practice. So that's, that's a good start. And um, he's... Um, so they have like three weeks to decide whether or not to activate him. I think they probably will activate him, but that's my hunch. But it's kind of those things where like, hey, should look at picking him up now if he's available because they want to run some and Lamar Miller's not, you know. Yeah, he's pretty mediocre. And yeah. not for blue, so keep an eye on Dr. Foreman there. Um, AJ Green, he's pro- I'm pretty sure he's out this week. Because don't they have a bye next week? Yeah, I think he's out this week. They have like a super late bye, I'm pretty sure. I can look to chat. The coach was saying he was hoping Green would be there. I don't think he will be. But yeah, so probably no AJ Green. Um, I mean, they were super bad <laughs> without him. <honestly. laughs> they really were. Yeah. Good Lord, is he their uh, offense or what? Yeah. Oh, since I had their bye week nine, my bad. Uh, Chase and Rams are both on bye next week. It's a bummer. <laughs> they both play and then get a bye, which I guess is kind of nice for them. But um, so um, where was I at? I got lost. Oh no. Um, AJ Green. Yeah, he's probably out. That's the hunch slash like assumption right now. And um, Agreed. Ravens defense. Oh wait, no, I think I think they might have already ruled him out, but I'm not sure. If not, then he's doubtful. Super doubtful. Um, I'll check it out. Yeah, um, Diggs and Thielen, I think I saw something that they're both going to be playing. They're all good. So, I I like Cousins this week. We can talk about that more later if we want. But I know you're not as huge on him. 
No, I, I think he'll do fine this week, fantasy wise. I think the team loses. <laughs> there. Um, Rojo is probably going to be out again. Um, yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, Khalil Mack was back last week, right? Wasn't he? Yes, he Mack's was back. Yeah, Mack no, was back. wait, was he? I think he's back. Yeah, I think he's back. I don't. Re- Gosh, why do I not remember this? Khalil Mack. Let me look. At yeah, his. he's back. Yeah, he played. Okay, we're good. Um, because he got two sacks. He's definitely back. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Joey Bosa is practicing again, so that's good. That'll help that defense, which is very nice for the playoff run. Which is already a good defense. Yeah, they're they're kind of coming to go a little more. They're they're a good team, and they're not like fucking everything up again for once. <laughs> Their which kicker kind of... made some field goals. Yeah, so. Marvin Bagley. <laughs> We call him, but um, yeah. we talked about Burkhead already. Um, Sammy Watkins missed, I think, as more just kind of like extra rest than anything. It was a different foot, but still foot, which has been his Achilles heel. But I guess his Achilles his foot, anyway. Um, <laughs> um, he's probably gonna play, so I expect him to play. Um, Sam Darnold, do you, do you know the Darnold, the Darnold scoop? That's their bye week. Yeah. So they're just... I just kind of keep an eye on it. Yeah. And then, same with Robbie. He should be back after the bye. I wanted to see him with Pacquiao, but, you know, you can't always get what you want. Uh, no, you cannot. I didn't even get... Bulls didn't even get fired. We sacrificed <laughs> the win, and we didn't even fire him. God damn it. <laughs> you get that good pick now, right? Yeah, I guess. That's what you want with the good pick. Good pick. Oh, yeah, also, Le'Veon Bell's not coming back. I forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Remember when we he shot on Steven play. for trading for Connor? Yeah, but that at that time, that like an article had just come out saying Bell was going to report week 11 or whatever. Calculated risk. <laughs> Uncalculated risk. It's just a super risky move, and it worked. But Yeah. Um. He because Devontae he Adams hadn't seen the article. <laughs> yeah. At this point now, Devontae Adams and Connor, that's a pretty even move, especially if you need running back help. It's good for getting Connor. Just, I, I just find this all hilarious. But um, still bellow all the well. Um, anyways, um, I think that's all our injury news and stuff. Um, gosh, I am just so excited for Lamar Jackson, man. <laughs> I'm kind of jumping on that. I hope so, man. I really think he's gonna be good. Yeah, I I want it really badly. I so I've got a side bet going with Jolly on it. As far Uh-oh. as um that like as far as like I think it was like top twelve was all and like it was like naming the team for the rest of the year. So he's gonna have a funny name the rest of the year. <laughs> Cause um I I you can kind of jump into streams in a second but as like a heads up i um i will probably be playing lamar jackson over mitch trubisky for what it's worth uh it's my take on that but um <laughs> i don't know i assume not everyone will agree there but uh yeah anyway on to our uh our marquee segment our kickers and defense you know not everyone's gonna give you give this kind of love to the kickers and defense um especially because a lot of leagues are kind of getting rid of these. Um, <laughs> okay, defense, I, I like being gone. 
Kicker, I'm, I'm more indifferent on, but uh, defense is literally like random touchdowns. Yeah, I'm starting to really get behind getting rid of defense. Yeah. It's I, just like... I hate that it's still a thing in DFS. I would rather them have kept kicker on Fandle than get rid of defense. Like, like, defense is just so lame. You can counter predict kickers. It, yeah, you can... There is some thought process to kickers. With defense, it, it's like... I like I drafted the Rams because I knew the Rams signed a bunch of really good defensive players mm -hmm. and their defense has been solid this year. But yeah. I can't tell you whether one week they're going to get eight points or whether they're going to get 26 because they have two touchdowns. It's like totally inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, and like last week. So kind of going into it, we made some good defensive calls last week, but like they were easy. Like, <laughs> I mean, like we missed them too. like Jets was like the main call that people had. And like that was bad, like mm -hmm. and Buffalo was good. At least like we recognize that. Like Green Bay was the obvious one. Like Kansas City wasn't a hard one to get either. I think New Orleans is one of the more contrarian ones that we kind of mentioned. Yeah. But, like I don't know. It's like it's nothing like absurd. And um, who did the Chargers have? Who did the Chargers play last week? The Raiders, the right? Yeah, the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. So like you target the Raiders and Brock Osweiler and like. <laughs> bad quarterback pledge bad teams like it's nothing like absurd it's just like okay can i get a touchdown how many sacks do you get like and like the ones that like break the weeks are the touchdowns like i don't know i don't think a lot of people probably played the steelers defense and like they got a touchdown so they were good the guy i played played the steelers d hmm. didn't matter though <laughs> my team went off <laughs> you're like i played um the dolphins defense like the other week and they got me 24 freaking points and like help you win a matchup like that just seems off i don't like that it's just it's <laughs> like winning like your defense getting you a win is never like that like satisfying and losing to a defense is frustrating the only time it's ever been satisfying for me is there was one game i was down by like 20 something and i had this weird feeling the eagles were gonna get defensive touchdowns this game so i picked them up and it was like a mismatch and they got me like 28 points and i won that's the only time it's ever really been satisfying it's happened once in four years imagine being that guy who like loses to that <laughs> oh yeah whoever i played was not happy <laughs> mm -hmm. i would say go as far as to say they were upset mm -hmm. Yeah, defensive calls, it's kind of like you, your best indicator is like, okay, how many quarterback hits will they get? Like, that's a kind of start. But after that, there's a lot of chance. Um, and there's chance on kickers too. But, like, at least a kicker is a singular player, which helps. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, is this kicker decent? That's a start. And then two, like, will the team score any? And like, with a kicker, like a kicker can have a bad day, like any other player too. Like Parky did last week. That onto right. our first miss on kickers. Um, he had a lot of misses. <laughs> like I think they could fix the defensive scoring and make it right. Mm -hmm. Like they just haven't. Yeah, it's I don't know. That, that's why IDP is a thing. Like that's that's why people like that because you don't have to like get lucky on a touchdown from like a defense you can like actually pick players mm -hmm. but that's a lot to work with <laughs> so um anyway um so parky was rough and terry was rough 
But new Chargers guy, as I wrote, and uh, suck up were both good. Crosby was okay, and Gano was meh, just because the uh, Panthers got blown out. Didn't we say maybe Boswell if he can start making stuff? <laughs> Something know, like that. It might have been last week. They'll pick the previous week. That kind of applies always. <laughs> Boswell, if he can start making things. Yeah. And he, he was... did at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven extra points. Oof. God damn. It's like Butker levels. And then, um, yeah, we talked about our defenses that hit and didn't hit already. Jets, Philly, Rams are bad. Chiefs, Chargers, Packers, Bills, Saints were good. Um, this week, you want to hit me with some kickers you like? Um, even though he sucked last week, I like Cody Parkey uh, at home. Uh, and Soldier Field against the Vikings. I think that's a nice matchup. And I, I last week, it was such an anomaly. He didn't just like miss terribly. He hit the upright four times. It was like as a kicker, that's one of those things where you can really just kind of shake your head and be like, whatever. It'll be fine next week. Yeah, and it'll well, be all right. When you have those games, you just got to, you know, stay positive. Keep yourself upright. You know, keep keep on going. Keep yourself upright. Yeah. Right through those uprights. I also like uh, Aldrich Rosas. I think mm-hmm. I'm saying his name right, right? Yeah. Rosas kicker for the Giants. Um, honestly, I just like it because it's a home kicker, like relatively high scoring affair between the, the Bucks and the Giants. Yeah. He's only had one game under six points this year. So he's yeah, like he's, a, he's consistent. I guess he's like actually like a decent kicker, <laughs> which helps sometimes. Um, ask the Vikings and Brown Chargers. Um, Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> the Ford Corset teams. Um, and then uh, Vinatieri is in a good spot, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see. What are, what are the ones I got? Almost over under. They are. Wait, is it in Indy? Yeah, it's in Indy. So that helps. Mm-hmm. That, that domed environment there. Yeah. Um, and then um, Bryant, they get there in a dome as well. They host the Cowboys. And then uh, Phil Dawson in Arizona. Like, it's not going to snow there. They get Oakland. So, yeah. They get Oakland. Dawson's like the, like, if no one else is there option. But um, with Parkey and Rose, sorry, not, like, I actually, yeah, both. Make sure just watch the weather on those this week. Mm-hmm. That's the For only sure. thing to keep an eye on. Because you don't want kicking in bad weather. That kind of makes it tough, huh? Very. Unless you're Jake Elliott. But <laughs> um, defenses, we've got a couple of like uh, conditionals on here. Um, on Dawson, I know Arizona's going to be popular on this week against the Ravens. Or sorry, against the Ravens. against the Raiders. Yup. That's kind of an easy... It's, it sucks for me that the, the Raiders are kind of in that category of like play defenses against, but... It's because they're they it's honestly just because their line just gives up so many sacks. That team does not care for anything. Anything so bad. I feel bad for Carr. I wouldn't want to go out there knowing I'm just going to get beat up for two hours. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do? Cry. <laughs> Which apparently, apparently like. Apparently, like, there was, like, reports on, like, did he cry? Like, are people upset that he cried? I'm like, why not? He said he didn't. And then, two, he's like, why does it matter if I did cry? (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't. But if I did, why would it matter? But I didn't. (laughs) I didn't cry. I'm tough. I didn't cry. Um, And I see you've got a defense with a conditional here, which I would play him anyway. But, um. Yes, I have the Ravens here. I like them a lot. 
with AJ Green out. <laughs> um, if AJ Green plays, though, it's a little less so just because Green kind of beats up the, the, the Ravens a lot. But I, it looks like... right now like he won't play, so go ahead and stream Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> that, like that Isaiah Crowell high video. That crow video. <laughs> you got fucking Pokemon. But um yeah, I like the Ravens this week. Um the Bengals are bang- bungling. Um Dalton's Dalton. All that stuff. They just fired their DC uh, as well. Marvin Lewis gonna be taking that on. They brought Hugh Jackson back in. And like there's just so much dysfunction at this point. Like there's so many switches and everything. It's rough, but um, I can't believe they signed Hugh Jackson back. Did you see the quote on that? I think we we're talking about that. Maybe I was talking about with like Capiche and Andy about like the quote about bringing uh, Hugh Jackson back. No. Oh, dude, I gotta find this. It is gold. But um, tell me about some other defenses while I look this up. Yeah, I like the. Uh, so Texans are going into Washington. Washington has like. The notably like all around better defense but their offensive line is garbage and uh texans have a really really nice pass rush going this year jj watt seems to be back and clowny so i think you can play both sides of that matchup i'm personally picking the texans over washington i don't know you might be different on that i agree there okay but yeah okay so but okay, i really want to find the exact tweet because the wording is hilarious um it was like it was marvin lewis talking about like um like what hugh jackson's role will be and it was just so absurdly vague and like he didn't <laughs> even say anything um he's gonna be my homie <laughs> I, it was it was more or less that if i'm being honest like put <laughs> like put like bluntly that's kind of what it was um i also like the other side of this the washington defense has actually been pretty okay um and then the the Texans line is bad, so oh. was that a number hot take? three? Was that was that a hot take? If Sean Lee, <laughs> I gotta find this exact quote. It was like so perfect. The quote was hilarious. Um, okay, so here it is. So this is Marvin Lewis's quote. Um, Hugh is here too, you know. Right now he's trying to find, you know, just uh, get immersed back into what we're doing, how we're doing it, and he added morsels to me about things he, you know, observes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not like trying to shit on the hiring. I'm just saying, like, what the fuck is he saying? <laughs> Wherever you go, there you'll be. <laughs> it's like it just doesn't make like he's not saying any words. Yeah. So he's quote unquote talking like a politician, like he's just like talking in circles. Yeah, it wasn't even political banter. It was just like uh uh uh. He's uh... <laughs> the morsels. That was my favorite part. <laughs> and like I don't like Hugh Jackson's been like good in Cincinnati, so like I'm okay with like it being back there. It's usually been, yeah. like, a good partnership there, but. It's just it's funny. funny, but yeah, I like both sides of Texans, Washington. Though um, I see you have Atlanta here. Explain that one to me. Yes, so that's kind of a deeper one, but um, desperation play. Yeah, it's just kind of a desperation play of like, do the Cowboys like, like, 
go back to being a bad offense. Like it's like where the like the thing that's in my head is okay. Like and it, it's not like something I want to do. And also, um, Deion Jones is out, so this is probably a not good idea. But this is more of a like DFS tournament play slash. If you have the options of like Rams, Chiefs, and Falcons, like I would go with the Falcons, I guess. Damn. But interesting. It's it's more of just like a. I can't. Let, let me look at who I would take them over for this week, just would, so like I can. Would you take Dallas? I would take the Falcons over Dallas. I feel like, I mean, I don't know actually. The Falcons do get a good pass rush. I would take them over. It, so there's a lot of ifs on this. I know the Cowboys have some ifs on um, their offensive line health. I think they're going to play. But um, they got practices in at least. So I would take the Falcons defense over. I'd take them over the Eagles defense, over the Broncos defense, over the Giants defense. I'll take them over the Rams defense and Cowboys defense. And take them over the Chiefs defense. It's about where I'm at. Okay. So like. If you're if if for some reason you're in a league where like a lot of defenses are owned, and you're stuck, then I guess that. But um, th- I put this on here before Deontay was out, so ideally you don't want to play them. So I'm not gonna like recommend them. I'm just saying like, of the bad options, they're the least bad. Hmm. How's that? All right. <laughs> but it to put it bluntly, I put this on and it's not as good now after news. But I would still play them over like eight other 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 choices for what it's worth okay i don't think they'll get you negative right like they'll probably get you like five points is what you're saying the upside is like they can get you five or something they'll get you a couple yeah okay <laughs> like like you, four that that can be picked off at any moment true that's that's a that's a large portion of it but um and, and zeke may also just have like a career day for what it's worth but yeah i mean pass catching running backs yeah but um anyway um we've got the chargers and the steelers on here um i put i put the steelers on here i like them as um an option actually i could get behind both sides of this game for what's really worth but i would say pittsburgh's the safer side uh, i know they're on the road but it's also blake bortles so yeah, they were giving Cam Newton hell. Last yeah, they, they've been a good defense like lately. Anyway, so I, I think that can be okay. Um, I would play the Jags defense over the Falcons defense for what that's worth. But okay. <laughs> and then um, I know you like the Chargers this week, even though there's no Bosa, right? Oh, for sure. I think the Chargers decimate the Broncos. I agree. <laughs> it's Melvy Gordo week. Yeah, dude. All the elite running backs. Before we get into our like our other positional choices, like mm-hmm. all the stud running backs are in great spots this week. It's absurd. Yeah, I think Zeke, DJ have good matchups. Uh, I Melvin Gordon, I think will be the number one. Like I'll just say that now. I think he'll be the RB one. Yeah. So let's see. That's not my bold, but that'll be one of them. Gurley has a good matchup. Zeke has a good matchup. Saquon. Um, Gurley has such a good matchup. Yeah. Um, yeah, DJ has a good matchup. Like, yeah, Mel- Melvo has a good matchup. Denver's been better lately against the run, but, like, for real. For real, though. Like, for real, though. Who have they played lately? 
That's what you Not always gotta look at. Yeah, exactly. Um, Broncos are on here somewhere in the list. So, okay, he had Houston last week. Um, Kansas City was fine, and then Arizona before they got Leftwich in there. But, right, um, they still had Mike McCoy. Yeah, but like only like Baltimore has destroyed them. Kansas City, the Jets, Rams, Kansas City again. Like, I think you can. I think you can target Melvy with confidence easily. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's any worry there. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, I don't think you need to tell you to start those guys. Um, but for some guys, we do need to tell you to start. Um, <laughs> actually, let's let's talk about last week's first. Um. Okay, yeah. Kind of going through our results. So, Kenny Galladay, good start choice. Um, Kenny and Drake, not a good start choice, but he did leave the game briefly with the shoulder, but he did come back. But, I mean, if you get kind of hurt at some point, it, it's always a problem. Yeah, and they just ended up using Gore. Gore. I don't know if that was because he got injured. It might have been, but, yeah, it's just a we'll call him we'll call him B. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kevin Coleman, rough week. Burton is okay. Eight points for a tight end. That's what you'll take, obviously. That's good. It's fine. Um, and then Matt Burita had a phenomenal time um, against the Giants. So um, he won me some money because I played him as my captain on the DraftKings showdown. So that was good. Um, streamers were up and down. Eli, Baker, Bortles. Ooh. Good. <laughs> That's a weird good. sentence. That's yeah. a weird sentence. <laughs> Eli, Baker, <laughs> Bortles were good. Um Alex what Smith and uh, Fitzmagic. Yeah, really. <laughs> Dude knows what year it is. <laughs> um, Alex Smith and Fitz were both had the exact same amount of points in our on our league. Um, different stories, but I mean, we talked. I, the fact that Fitz's score is what it was is just odd, and I'm to blame. Just one, just kind of poor luck, and then two, uh, <laughs> dirt cutter. Um, and also, I know we had Risen on here as like a deep option. He didn't do well, but. I mean, hopefully you didn't have to play him. Yeah, he um, was like our last pick guy, right? We were yeah. like, last. Yeah. And then, last um, choice. tight ends. I know. I think Vance was my favorite, and he did well. Like, he was our favorite against the Panthers. That's kind of mm-hmm. been a thing. Um, RSJ had an okay week. Um, Olsen was kind of eh. But um, Ben Watson and Vernon Davis did uh, nothing really. So, uh, it's a bummer. Um, Jordan Reed had an okay week, but yeah. Um, our sleepers, uh, Robbie did not play, so that became moot. Uh, Duke Johnson had a good week. He's probably going to be out of sleeper territory at this point, though. Um, yeah. Dante Moncrief had a good week. He got that long bomb, and I was cracking up because that's like pretty much what I was anticipating. Um, and then Eli, uh, Eli McGuire had a decent week. Um, he was okay. Nothing like great, but didn't kill you. Um, yeah. Sits. Um, Okay, I didn't say to sit, Zeke. I said temper expectations, but that was clearly wrong. So, um, I still I still played him, even though like I didn't yeah, I didn't have other options. I would have probably started like some other studs over him, but I mean, a lot of studs had good weeks, except for Kareem, pretty much. So that could have bitten you. But um, Derek Henry had some touchdowns, so <laughs> that made him uh, yep a rough sit choice. But the Philly receiver call was a good sit call because. Aguilar got you 10, and then everyone else was rough. So, um, that panned out. Um, bold predictions. I said David Johnson would be a top three running back, and he was the running back three. Um, 
He was 0.1 ahead of Zeke in uh, half PPR. How many he got? He got seven receptions. Oof, I was close. I said eight. But um, damn good. How many? How many targets did he get? Though? Did he get eight targets at least? He got. Um, he got nine targets. So split the difference. Um, and then you had Keaton Allen as the wide receiver one. Um, he was like the wide receiver one seven. Um, <laughs> yeah, not so much. But um, I mean, it didn't kill you by any means. Of course, he's still fine. I mean, he had a good week. Just he wasn't the top. I thought he would yeah, do. Top twenty wide receiver is always like an okay thing to have. But yeah, it looks like DJ. I guess DJ is back. That's good. And he gets the Raiders this week. So that helps. Um, About time. Yep. About but time, um, DJ. anyway, now now to this week's real quick. Um, tell me, tell me who your start is. I like Evan Engram a lot this week mm, uh, against the Buccaneers. Who's, I think I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast, but earlier we mentioned that the Bucks run defense like started off the year kind of well. And their pass defense has pretty much always been terrible, mm-hmm. and their run defense has started to go down. But honestly, their defense is just bad. Yeah, it's just all around terrible. So I do like Engram at home. I think Eli has another solid outing as well. I'll just mention them because they're kind of a duo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so if you need a stream option. Yeah, and let me find some more. Uh, there's I have another little thing to add on um, Ingram as well with kind of just how the Giants and uh, Bucks play. So, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting, huh? Um, basically, so the Giants pass a lot in neutral game script and teams pass a lot against Tampa in neutral game script. And that's like, you know... Um, Plays within the 20s within seven points. Like, it's a close game, not in the red zone. But um, Tampa is only allowing 55.5% of its yardage to receivers as the fifth lowest. And they only allow uh, 20.5% of their receptions to running backs to seven lowest. But, like, okay, clearly all that's got to go somewhere. And it's kind of like a... Like, they... Like, teams throw to the receivers a lot, but, like, they're doing well at kind of, like, limiting some of it. But um, a lot of it's coming through. Like a lot of that um, work is coming through. Um, like tight ends, like tight ends are just smoking them, and that's kind of something we know. Like, if you look at any metric of you know, tight end defense, Tampa's bad. So yeah. But um, and this isn't to say like sit receivers against Tampa. It's just saying that like, of of how bad their defense is, they're proportionately like more okay against like running backs and receivers and tight ends but like that's obviously still all bad like but it's just good to say that like some extra <laughs> some extra work will probably get funneled to evan ingram you want to say it's, it's like they're bad already on defense but their worst aspect of their defense is versus the tight end yeah <laughs> basically like how t- like tampa allows a lot of production anyway but like it's predominantly tight end like propor- it, pro- sorry, proportionally, it's predominantly tight end. A lot of a lot of adverbs there, but I like your Evan Ingram call. It makes sense based on how Tampa, like in, in the ways Tampa's bad. Plus, he was out for a while, and the past two weeks he's gotten like five targets each week or so, or something like that. So I, I like, I think it's going up. Yeah, yeah, he um he got nine targets and then five and five targets. So he should be he should be good against Tampa. I like the call. I'll be I'll be playing him this week as well. Um. I have Corey Davis as my start. Um, as I said earlier, 
I, I, I think he kind of keeps it up. Just because, I mean, one, Marcus Morita seems healthy. Two, the offense is starting to click more. Um, after the bye, it seems like they've kind of picked it up a bit. Um, they're passing more. Um, I don't know if they're running plays. I'll, I'll look at their pace. But um, Corey Davis had a good week against Stephon Gilmore, as I mentioned. That was impressive. And then he gets Indy this week, who, I mean, yeah. That's like, <laughs> I don't know if I need to say a lot more there. <laughs> um, I can look up exactly um, who Indy is going to be rolling out. Let me see. Um, their slot Because their slot corner is okay, but their outside corners are bad. Um that's like the main part of it. Um, there's there's so many listed here. I don't even know. Like, but well, I mean, we know that <laughs> we know that Indy's bad against the pass, and um, they allow like so much production to quarterbacks. A lot of tight end production, which I'll um, we'll get to in a second. They just allow. There's the bad defense. I mean, like <laughs> Bortles, who had been having a bad year, had a really good week against them last week. And like Dante, if Dante Moncrief can smoke you, I'm pretty sure Corey Davis can just wreck you, right? Can I transit a property that? Is that the word I'm looking for? Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, it's a Tran- good matchup. It's a good player who's getting a lot of targets. Like, I don't, I don't see a way you can be like, no bad play, mm-hmm. unless you think like everyone else is going to do super well, but. Like. Well, the other thing is the Colts' best part of their defense is their run defense. They're actually fairly decent at stopping the run, so their secondary is what's weak. Yeah, they're. So I like I like the Corey Davis call. Yeah, and he's good. That helps too. <laughs> but when, when someone's good, it makes it easier to want to play them. <laughs> is what I was what I've noticed. But um, <laughs> ten targets the last two weeks each, like, so that's good. That's a big boost. But um. Yeah. Um, on that note, um, I like Mariota as a streamer. How, okay, how do you feel about Mariota as a streamer before I kind of keep going? Um, I So the Colts have a decent pass rush. It's actually kind of underrated this year. So, like, that's good for, you know, stopping Mariota. But I don't think it's going to hinder him that much. I expect this to be a relatively high scoring affair because the Colts can put up points. I think the Titans like are a slower offense, but they do get the points eventually like over time, just slowly. Yeah. So like, I think Mariota still has a fine game. Yeah. And I like, I like Corey Davis. I like Joni. I'll talk about him briefly, but um, I mean, if I like two weapons, I kind of have to like Mariota at this point. And also if you look at like, normalized production allow which is normalized means just like accounting for how other teams are going to have done against the same opponents so like and it, it doesn't account for injuries which is the only downside but like i, I do it over the last five weeks so it kind of is helpful but um indy's been so bad against the quarterback over the last five weeks like really they are the worst as far as like normalized production allowed over the last five weeks yeah and i don't think there's any key injuries that are like coming back or anything that would like help it a ton. So. No, yeah, they got everyone there. Yeah. So like. <laughs> I don't. They are fully healthy. Yeah, they're just bad, and they're they're trying, but you know. They're trying. It happens. Um. See, so yeah, I like Mariota. Um, he has some appeal rest of the season. His matchups like are kind of up and down, but um, I know you've got a stream who uh, we hit on last week. 
that uh, you want to bring up again? Dak. I was talking about the old the old guy. Oh, Eli. <laughs> Already kind of mentioned him. Yeah, I, I do like Eli again though this week. I think uh, against Tampa at home, like I think the Giants win this one too. Personally, I don't know if we agree on that, but I'm I, unsure. I have a question mark there. I think, or okay. I have a. I have a, I have Tampa with an asterisk, which uh, you can probably guess what that asterisk is, huh? Um, <laughs> it's the same fucking one. Um, anyway, keep going. Yeah, so I, I just like the matchup. I, I think Eli is going to have another fine day. He's actually throwing for a ton of yards this season. He's It's a little, like, kind of under note. Let me see if I can find it. They're also bad, but, you know. A lot of those are just going to Saquon Barkley. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of Saquon yards. Yeah, Eli Manning has twenty five hundred yard yards. He's ahead of Andrew Luck. <laughs> twenty five hundred yards. He's knitting a lot, man. He's knitting a lot. So much knitting. I think I said yarms. <laughs> He's got a lot of yams. Like e- yarnum. E- Eli yamming. <laughs> <laughs> he's ahead of Philip Rivers. Did you say he's a yarnivore? <laughs> yarnivore. That's what it's like. Grandmas who knit a lot are the yarnivores. You know, he's like I think he's like the number nine quarterbacks. So like I th- like I think he'll do fine. I think it's easy to score on Tampa. I think he's they have the weapons to do it, and I think he'll throw those touchdowns. So I think he'll do fine. Yeah, I, I think it's a good a good option again as well. Um, let's see who who else do I have here? Um. I do have Dak, yes. Um, who I, I like him rest of the season, actually. I think if you have Brady, you need to go grab Dak. Because, like, I, you, you can't trust – it's weird that you can't trust Brady right now. But, like, if you're unsure at your quarterback situation, Dak's a good option because having, having Cooper has been, like, huge for him. Yeah, having a good receiver. Yeah, he's actually been, like, okay. And, like, the last – he's been rushing more. Um, I mean, not rushing more, but he, he rushes a lot. That's a part of it. Um, the Cowboys have just looked better. Like, ha- like having a good receiver to open things up is like actually a real thing. But his schedule, he's got Atlanta, Washington, Saints, Philly, Colts, Tampa. So like, super easy Damn. schedule rest of the way. So Dak might be like a a pick a pick up and keep kind of option. Um, Colts, Tampa, woof. Yeah, yeah, I say his playoff schedule depends on how your playoffs are, but week uh, 14, 15, 16. Um, oops, I pulled up the wrong guy. Weeks 14, 15, 16, he has Philly and Tampa, and Philly, you can beat them passing, obviously. So, like, he's, he's got a lot of bad pass defenses coming up. So, I like that. And um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about Lamar. We have him in here twice because I, <laughs> I felt like it. Um, yeah. The Bengals, so one, Bengals defense is already really bad. We know that. I think over the last four or five games, they've allowed like the most yards ever over that much of a span. Damn. I think that's actually a thing. I can look up to be safe, but I'm pretty sure I saw that on Twitter. So it's probably true if it's on Twitter. But um, (laughs) (laughs) um, there's that. There's also that um, they fired their D coordinator. Um, So I I don't think all of a sudden they're going to rally and be super great. No, they're still going to suck. Their linebackers are slow as shit. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> they're not going to catch Lamar Jackson ever. Um, like, the the defense is all like, the defense is really bad, so he's going to be able to throw on him, and they're slow, so he's going to be able to run on him. 
and then the offense isn't going to put up any points, so he's not going to be like under pressure to like like score. He he'll just they'll be able to run their game plan. So, I mean, there is like always the thought of like, oh, like what if they just run the ball the whole game? And they could like they could like it could be a good Alex Collins week, which I hate saying, but I think it could be a good Alex Collins week. But um, like the, this defense is so bad and he's so good and like so versatile. And running quarterbacks have that huge fantasy floor, like it's it like in my opinion it's safe and high upside. I know people like rookie quarterback, safe and high upside. What? I I think so. <laughs> it's gonna be Hayden Hurst week if Lamar Jackson's in, dude. Yeah, really. They have a connection. Uh, so I just saw this. Uh, Eric Flowers is going to be the left tackle for the Jags. Oh, dude, no. So fire up your Steelers defense. Oh, gosh. Rendos. Oh, uh, God. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think I'm think i more sure on the Steelers now. <laughs> Fourth starting left tackle for the Jags. Yeah, really. And then um, I also put Fitz on here with an asterisk. We know the asterisk of who's calling the plays. But um, the Giants' defense isn't any good either. So, yeah, no, it's also bad. This so this game, it's either going to be a bad team shootout or a bad team like bad game. I really hope it's a bad team shootout. At least those are fun. It's like a yeah. Transformers movie, you know. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is just bad team bad. <laughs> the Transformers movie. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But um. Yeah, see, that's like for that reason, I would be like, I would prefer Mariota and Dak over Eli and Fitz personally. Yeah, I mean, Eli's, I mean, Eli can do that to you. He can just fucking suck <laughs> for no, like, known reason on any given Sunday, just laying an egg. Yeah, so, I mean, it's. <laughs> You know, like I said, like, this is the time of year where like you kind of need to pay attention to the team's records because like a bad team may just put up a shitty bad game as they have done all year and like right. care even less. So I mean, we saw the Giants last year do that. So, but um, yeah, I def. So I I agree. I definitely do like Dak and Mariota above Eli. Yeah, I would I would also take Lamar over Eli and Fitz, but I might be. Alone on that island. Well, yeah, I, I also—I mean, Lamar. Yeah. If he, if he is officially starting, which it, I think he will. Well, well, watch RG three Vulture a rushing touchdown from him. That would be fucking so pissed. Tilting, but um, anyway, um, tight ends. As I mentioned, I like Jonu Smith. Um, the Colts are bad on defense, um, especially against tight ends. Um, they're also the worst against tight ends over the last five weeks. Um, as far as production allowed, even worse. Then uh, Carolina, who I'll, I'll get to them in a second. Um, Jonah Smith actually looked good last week, finally. Um, he he displayed some just some dope run after the catch ability um, on one of his in one of his receptions. Um, he also like fumbled it, and then Corey Davis came over and smacked that out of bounds. So that was a n- nice play on Corey Davis's part. Nice nice heady play, real heads up heads up move there. Um, <laughs> but um, I mean he's talented. He's getting the ball. Um, like I said, with Taylor Taylor out, and um, I'm not sure about Tajay Sharp, but um, the targets will like the ball. Their their offense is better now. They're getting the ball some good matchup. Um, same vein, Luke Wilson um, of the Lions. So Michael Roberts might end up being out. So if he's out, um, I like Luke Wilson a lot. Obviously, if Michael Roberts is in, I probably pick him. 
But um, right. I mean, it's kind of a dark three either way. But Carolina's defense is also really shitty against the tight end, just as we've seen constantly. Um, Marvin Jones is probably out. No Tate. Um, ball's got to go somewhere. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, the, when, when the Detroit these are, tight end, it should be a good matchup. For yeah, them. these are deep, deep kind of scoops too. So, yeah. Um, who do you got? I like a familiar guy from last week. I think McDonald has another good outing. You put up, put on your fancy Vance. Oh, McDonald in Jacksonville. Is he going to have a farm? I don't know what that means, but <laughs> oh, he's going to have a field day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Um, <laughs> I can see, I mean, he's talented and like he torched them in the playoffs. So yeah, he did. I'm just gotta get a replay of that pretty much. That'd be nice. But yeah, I I'm like half expecting Jacksonville to just win this game out of nowhere, uh, but unless it's the Eric Flowers effect. <laughs> right. Now Eric Flowers, it's kinda like, ah oh, shit, this is really yeah, not good. Mitch McDonald's good, so like I like that call. And then um I also have Tyler Higby on here. Um with uh Cooper Cup out. Um that helps them. And then um Kansas City batting against tight ends. It's bad defense, pretty much. Um, high, super high score game. Um, Tigby's going to get more looks. And like I said, pretty deep uh, bottom of the barrel tight end, but I think he could be okay this week. Yeah. Um, cool. And then uh, on the same team, it looks like you have a sleeper uh, here to, to throw out. Yeah, I guess I just wanted to get his name out there because I don't know like if you noticed, but he's available in – most leagues is Josh Reynolds, um, i.e. the replacement for Cooper Cup. So he's going to be the slot guy that starts getting more of the snaps now that Cooper Cup's on IR. I think I picked him up in as many leagues as I could because he actually has talent too. Like he looks good. He was a good just, player. Yeah. Like he looks to me like Cooper Cup looked last year. Like he's a rookie. He has ups and downs, but he can definitely play ball. Yeah. I think this is Reynolds' second here. Is it? Pretty sure. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, he was lucky last year. I'm pretty sure. Yep. He was a fourth round pick last year. Oh. Working his way up. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's like, he's good. So, yeah. I like him. Um, then they, the Rams, they run a wide, like a three wide receiver set, like, like most the of the yeah. time. Yeah, it's like eighty percent of the time is like a zone blocking scheme with the and the same shit like constantly. So like I really do expect him to have a high snap count and get targets. Yeah, he and he and Wood should kind of rotate in like you know the slot. They move everyone around anyway. But yeah, I like the I like Reynolds this week. Um, I also like uh, Traquan Smith this week. Um, so. Des is not a thing anymore there, but um, <laughs> um, they signed Brandon Marshall though, so I like Trey on this week. Um, <laughs> so the like, it's hard to run on the Eagles. That's like something we know. So I'm not. I'm, I mean, I guess if you want to say a sit. I would say sit Martin Ingram this week probably. But um, they like all literally like all their production goes outside to the receivers and Traquan, as we saw, is a good deep, deep threat. Um. Let's see. I, I had I had another, another thing to share, I think, but I forget where it went. But um, basically, it's also this game's gonna be a really fucking high scoring. I imagine Philly, New Orleans, right? Yeah, I think so. Right now, it's at a fifty-six point over/under. It's in the Superdome. 
Um, he's 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 the number two, pretty much. Like I guess number three because Kamara. So like, there's Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. But if it's a 56 point over under, and Orleans is favored by eight, so do that math. It's like a what? Let me do some quick maths. That would be a oh gosh, 28. Is it 32 implied total? Is my math right? It's a 56, so 28 yep, plus 32, 8. 32 implied total for the Saints. So um, that's a lot of points. So I think Tregon has a good chance to get in on that. Um, there's going to be a lot of offense. So I think he's a sneaky option. Sneaky. Yep. Uh, who are some uh, running back sleepers you like this week? Um, so one guy I just wanted to bring up too is Theo Riddick. I actually he, do like this, even though I hate it. I like it. <laughs> I, right. <laughs> I, hate, I hate that. I like it. Exactly. It's fucking Theo Riddick. He's just in the league every year and you're just like, why do I start this guy ever? But he has gotten 15 targets in the past two weeks and he's caught 13 of those 15 targets. He started to get integrated back into the lions. And the biggest reason is because they lost golden Tate. So now that they have like an extra pair of hands that they need Stafford to throw the ball to, he's kind of stepped up as that like almost slot guy out of the backfield for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no Marvin, most likely. So. Also no Marvin, yes. He, he's going to be like a PPR stud this week, and it's so lame. Yeah, that's if you got – yep. <laughs> that's why PPR I, Theo. That's why I like uh, the idea of half PPR for running backs and full for receivers and tight ends or something like that. Basically – a running back catch usually isn't as good as a, or I wish you could do like a catch by distance, like under 10 yards is like a little bit 10 to 20. Like, you know, that would be cool. Actually. I like that idea. Like yeah, rewarding good. the difficult catches. Cause like, yeah, that way like a running back, they get like 10 catches that are two yards out. They don't mm-hmm. get a ton of points. The problem would be like, you'd have to track it at point of catch as opposed to like the total. Cause like if you grab it, at five yards out and then run to the house that's obviously different than like a 70 yard bomb but mm-hmm. <laughs> all right someone get on that <laughs> but yeah i like i like riddick this week in that in that uh game that that's that makes sense um how is carolina against package turn backs anyway that's an interesting thing to look into but um i mean jalen samuels <laughs> did well for the steelers last week yeah obviously that was some garbage time jalen samuels is worth, is worth a pickup for what it's worth also now that we know lead bell's gone if if Connor does go down and he goes he just got concussed, it's something if he does get uh, if he gets another concussion or gets hurt, like he's not used to this super hard workload of the NFL. Like Jalen Samuels could become instantly super valuable. So like if you're in a deep league or you have a spot, I would look into picking him up. Or if you're the Connor owner, are you picking him up in our league? Um, <laughs> right now as I speak. <laughs> no. I was thinking about it though for my homer league because I have James Conner. Yeah, if you have Conner, it's a handcuff move, and this is the time of year where like you kind of start maybe getting handcuffs. But um, yeah, that's just like kind of like a preemptive pickup. And um, who's the other PPR running back you like? Uh, I also like Jalen Richard this week. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> no, I I mean it's it's so it's the Cardinals. That's why, <laughs> and the Cardinals. Uh, against running backs are no bueno, especially the pass catching ones. Um, that's yeah. pretty much all Jalen Richard does. <laughs> that is, yeah. <laughs> I think he, I think he and or Doug Martin could be like 
starting Mr. Bowl this week. He like consistently gets five catches a game. Yeah, Jaylen and majority out, and maybe even more. Right. And I don't know about Martavis' status either. I think they're. I don't know if he is in or out or whatever. The fuck's wrong with him? It's kind of. If they way. were smart, they would just use Doug and Richard, and that's it. <laughs> Doug, Richard, and Cook. But we know Brandon LaFell is going to get like seven targets or some bullshit. Right. Yeah, so lame. Of course. But um, all right. My other sleeper. I got DJ Moore on here. Um, again, surprised. Um, so there. This is kind of a weird conditional. So if if Darius Slade does not play, I like Funches a lot. If but I was still like more sound. I would just like Funches a good amount better if Slade does play, and I assume he'd be on Funches. That probably funnels more to more. But I'm not sure like how much it changes as far as like quality of target. This is that. So like, I don't think whether or not Slade play should affect your more outlook that much. But like, if you're like super even on some people, maybe consider it. But I think more can have a good week regardless against the uh, Lions this week. Because he, I don't think he would draw Slay, and that would be Funches. So okay, cool. A long way of saying I think Moore has a good good week. Um, <laughs> and then my sits. Um, I'm saying sit Denver and most of Washington. Um, <laughs> it's got a covering at all there. I don't see anyone on Denver having a decent week. Um, I mean outside of like maybe Emmanuel Sanders getting like seven for eighty or something as he does a lot. Yeah, um, like Philip Lindsay having enough volume. Yeah, but like I don't think anyone's gonna like. Like, uh, if you give me a starter sit, I'll I'll probably like side against a Denver guy. Like, just because they're bad, like. <laughs> Roy, like Royce is back too. That mucks that mucks that up more in the backfield. Um, oh yeah, they're gonna. I think they're gonna get blown out. So like, you could say maybe Sanders, but that'd be about it. Um, like Lindsay maybe PPR, but even that I don't like feel great about it. And then Washington, um, everyone's hurt there, and like Houston's defense is, you know, it's gonna they're gonna wreck that O line. Um, I would say Reed Reed might be playable just because like Houston's really bad against tight ends, but also what if they haven't blocked the whole game? I don't know. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be rough. He would be the like I don't think I'd start Doxon this week. I don't think that's gonna go well. I. It's gonna be a rough time for them. So if, if anyone is okay, it'd be Reed. So, okay, yeah. Who is your Who is your sit? I'm saying sit Allen Robinson. I actually I actually considered this myself too. <laughs> I mean, I think a big part of it is that last week he got 28 points, so everyone's like, "Oh God, Allen Robinson's back. He's amazing." Starting him every week, and I'm like a little hesitant on that. It's Xavier Rhodes. It is the Vikings, um, and I think. This is going to be like a Burton and like some of the secondary guys getting the ball this game, not Robinson. Yeah, and I mean, Xavier Rhodes, I, that's obviously tough. Yeah. So I think he's all good. He was hobbled for a bit, but I think he's fine now. I can check on that actually just to be super sure so that we so that we know what we're, you know, what we're getting into. We don't want to give you guys a bad recommendation. That would just be rude. So, yeah. Um, He's been he's been limited, but um I think he had a better league last week if I recall. He's likely to play. So uh, yeah, I think they had a bye last week, didn't they? I don't remember. No, he was out. There. That's right. They had a bye week and he was out last week. So I know he's not. What the fuck? And I'm, I'm thinking Slay. Hold on. Let me let me pull up his game log. My Robinson had 28 points last week. Yeah, no, I'm talking about 
Rhodes. Sorry, my brain went all awry. Uh, when, when was the Vikings by? Was that week eight? Uh, um, that was week 10. Okay, last week was their bye, so he should be good. He missed week eight and then played last week. So I played week nine, and then he, they had last week off, and now he's playing this week. So Xavier Rhodes should be, like, healthier now and actually more formidable. So, yes, he's going to give – he's going to be tough for Allen Robinson. I agree. Okay. It took me a while to figure out what I was talking about, but I got there eventually. Don't rush me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. Ugh. I think this game might be kind of low scoring too. Yeah, I'm not sure what to expect out of under. it. The over-under is 44. That sounds about right. 41.5, yeah, that sounds about right. I think it'll be a little above that, but right around there. Mm-hmm. Should be close, though. Should be a good game. Um, at least I think so. I mean, we might mm-hmm. disagree there. Um, bold predictions. All right, so I like T.Y. Hilton a lot this week. I've got him going for 100-plus yards of touchdown. I think he's going to torch Malcolm Butler. Um it's, I mean, I, I'm torn on how much they're going to have success running, but the line's good. There's going to have time for T.Y. to get deep. They move him around. Like, I don't see Butler being able to, you know, cover Hilton remotely. So, No, and that Frank Reich really changes the playbook up, you know. Like, he really gets uh, T.Y. out there. So, I like mm-hmm. a lot of the changes he's brought to the offense. And we know T.Y.'s ceiling is absurd, so... Yeah, I don't know if he has one. It's like, how yeah. much is luck throwing that day? Yeah, like, he does have some lower, like, lower floor days, but, like, he, it's not going to be as absurd as last week where he has three bonkers games and nothing else. Like, but he, he can still have those bonkers games. So, mm-hmm. I think this, I think we'll have a pretty good week here. All right. And then I say that uh, it's not super bold of a prediction, but I think Josh Reynolds will be an immediate fill-in. Uh, for a cup, especially this week against the Chiefs, I have him getting like near high end WR two numbers, low WR ones. I like yeah, fourteen yeah. to seventeen. So yeah, I, I think I mean, and in, th- in this game, like <laughs> it's gonna be pretty high scoring. So I, uh, I definitely see him having a role. I don't know if I like him as much, but I definitely he's definitely startable, usable. He's the third wide receiver I'd want out of the three, but. Mm-hmm. You could do it, but that could still be fine, <laughs> right? Um, also, with uh, back back to Ty, in, in close games, which I think this one will be, usually like the the good players kind of like have their good games. And uh-huh. I think that that that, that kind of lends to Ty too. Was like, Indy's favored by like one and a half now. It's a fifty point over under. It's like it's gonna be a close one. Like I think that's kind of, I feel like that's a, agreed upon. It probably will play out that way. Like I said, in the close games. It's usually like the best players doing the most. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Put the team on their back. Put the team on my back. Um, but yeah, I do like Josh Reynolds this week. I will probably be playing him somewhere. There's a good chance we play him in uh, our uh, shared league as well. Woo. And then, um, yeah. So on to our game picks. Um, last week, uh, I was nine and five. You were eight and six. I think our difference was the Pittsburgh uh, Carolina game. Yeah. Um. Good call. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, you had Indy for your lock that hit. Who was your upset? Um, my upset was Carolina. Oh, I'm gotcha. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then I had New Orleans for my lock and the Giants for my upset. Um, those hit. So um, now we're on to this week. 
Um, there was Green Bay at Seattle. I didn't make a pick, but I think you picked Seattle already, right? Yeah, I have. I like was doing it earlier in the week. And it's just an absurd amount of times this year. The Thursday night game's gone to the home team. To, yeah, it, it hit this. It was like exactly at the spread. I think the spread was three. Right. <laughs> that was unfortunate for betters. But um, next up, Dallas, Atlanta. We have both have Atlanta. Both have Carolina over Detroit and Indy over Tennessee. Now, Tampa Giants, you have the Giants. I. <laughs> it's literally, is Carter calling the plays? Yes, Giants. No, Tampa. So that we'll, we'll find. Like, if I know before the game, I'll make the call. But if I don't know, I will. If I don't know. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll obviously text you about it, <laughs> and we'll, we'll we'll put it in next week. But that's a tough one for me. Yeah, it's um, it's a tough one. I mean, it's also Jason Pierre Paul revenge game. Oh man, <laughs> a lot of Eli face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got to lend a hand to the guy. Yeah, we both have Houston, <laughs> um, beating Washington. Um, and I think like I'm gonna go with Pitt over Jacksonville. I know I mentioned I think it could be a spot, but I don't think I can overcome the Air Flyers effect. <laughs> but um, I think it'll be close. I part of me probably wants to pick Jacksonville still, but I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. That seems right. Um, we both have Baltimore over Cincinnati. I don't, I don't think that one's close. Um, and then we both have Arizona over Oakland, Chargers over Denver, and New Orleans over Philly. We mm-hmm. disagree on the next two though. The two uh, primetime games coming up here. Um, I've got Minnesota. You've got Chicago. Yeah. Um, I mean, that that I think that'll be good. You think they might steamroll the Vikings, right? Yeah, I think they might. I think they might really destroy the Vikings. Like not just like not annihilate them, but like soundly beat them. I'm gonna laugh when it comes down to like a kicker thing for the Vikings. It honestly might. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I think that's more likely. Like I still think Cousins has a decent game. Yeah, I like Cousins this week as like a fantasy asset. So I think that Chicago's production's kind of been like skewed because of how they um like because of who they played. But um, like in terms of the the biggest thing though is just the Vikings' offensive line is not good. Correct. That's that's very bad against the Bears to have a bad offensive line. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Khalil Mack will have a time. So like I, I could see it just being like Bears defense just has their way. But um, the Mack attack. So and then next up, Kansas City at Rams. I've got the Rams. You got Kansas City. They did move this game to L.A. because the, the field in Mexico was bad. <laughs> yeah, people were, like, refusing to play. Yeah. I don't blame them. I don't want to lose your fucking ankles over some garbage turf. Yeah, that, it looked like an ACL tower waiting to happen. It's been rough. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, like KC. I'm taking the underdog. Oh, man. Right now it's, like, three-and-a-half-point spread. 63 point over under holy moly dude i know 63 wow dude wow dude that's absurd is that the highest one of the year i think so it might be one of the highest ones ever dude it's so high so high have you seen that movie how high yeah yeah for sure where he like smokes his his fucking weed with his friends like soul in it yeah his friends ashes in it to help him pass tests what the fuck? It's like a method man. Stoner shit. Yeah. Yeah, method man. Oh man. But um oh yeah, our locks and upsets. Um my lock, I've got Baltimore Cincinnati. There's not a line yet, but I feel like I can still call if there's not a line, I feel like it's okay to call a lock at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah. And Baltimore who, should be a favorite. 
Yeah. And then who, who do you got as your lock? Uh, I got the Colts as my lock this week. Uh, I think of all my like bold predictions, like I really am confident the Colts will be the Titans. The Colts are a good team right now. Yeah, they are. They're like, yeah. And Luck's playing unbelievably. And I also think that Tennessee, like, I don't know. I don't really buy into their win over the Patriots very much. Yeah. And like that division's still up in the air for what it's worth. It is. The Colts have won their last three after losing to the Jets somehow. Yeah, I think that awakened like some inner motivation to never be that bad. Yeah, of course, two two of those wins were Bills and Raiders, but for what that's worth. <laughs> but maybe the Jags last weekend was a good game. So, I mean, they've got Titans and Dolphins, and like they've got a lot of divisional games coming up too. So that'll be interesting to see. I want to see it like in the playoffs. Me too. Yeah. Um, and then my upset, I've got Minnesota over Chicago because Chicago's a little bit favored. So that is my uh, upset of the week. Okay. There. And then, yeah, my upset is going to be the Kansas City like, over the Rams. I like that we disagree on the primetime games. It's interesting. Yeah, the only two ones basically that we did. Well, there's a few. That's pretty much it, though. Yeah. The primetime game ones. Well, so one of the disagreements is contingent upon uh, Cutter. So. Yeah. And even I'm like iffy on that one. Even I'm like, yeah, that game's going to suck. <laughs> like I said, are, are we going to get the shootout bad teams or the bad game bad teams? <laughs> oh, it was three to sixteen last week for the for the Buccaneers. So that was the bad team, bad game, bad yeah. everything. Yeah, the Houston Washington is going to be good because I think it's going to be like exposing Washington for not actually being very good. Yeah, I've got a weird feeling that the Houston runs up the score on them. Yeah, I I agree. I think Deshaun Watson could just pop. I like it, but um, it's gonna be a good week of football. I think there's there's a there's some bad games, but like we gotta watch Lamar Jackson most likely. That's exciting. Yeah. None of the games are like absurd spreads. Like the biggest spread is eight, and that's New Orleans Philly, which I is still gonna be a good game to watch regardless. Yeah, I would. I guess I might take that though. Like, if I was betting, I think the Saints might win by more than. Really? <laughs> yeah. They're a good team, yeah. But, At home. Um, yeah, that's true too. But I think I think Chargers Denver is gonna be like the worst game as far as like blowout potential, personally. Yep. That or I could see Detroit Carolina getting really bad too, possibly, but and then of course Giants Tampa just gonna be gross to watch, I think. Actually Arizona Oakland's gonna be gross to watch. That's, that's gonna be yeah, the worst that's game. Disgusting. <laughs> um, what is it? Oakland finally comes to Cincinnati and they're ass this year, but at least the tickets will be cheap. So mm. I'm going to go watch them. It's going to be cold. It's going to be in a month and it's going to be awful outside, but I'm going to do it for my team. For your team. Yeah. It's a care. Right. I you know care now. Gotta... <laughs> I care now. <laughs> but yeah, I can probably get some good seats for cheap, I guess. We'll yeah, bundle, I mean, plus bundle the fuck up. No one will want to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one will get it. I'll probably have like five NBCs next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I almost didn't go. You know, the weather sucks. Well, yeah. Also, the teams. Yeah, I'm gonna go. They're, I'm gonna be like, hey, I don't have a ticket. They'll be like, are we gonna buy food? I'll be like, yeah, I'll buy some food. All right, come on in. <laughs> or just let people in. There's gonna be like half the homeless population there too. Oh god! And like the all the Raiders fans. <laughs> That'd be an interesting you time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But um, 
anyway, I think that's it for today's episode. So a nice uh, Friday afternoon uh, recording here. Got a lot of yeah. news. Said no Thursday night game coverage, but um, it was a good game. I think about what we expected to happen more or less happened. Close game. Rodgers, Wilson were good. Carson Jones were good. Adam came was down good. to a field goal. Came down to McCarthy being a dumbass. <laughs> Why do you punt there? I I don't see any reason to punt there, but the answer is that there's not. But the answer is Mike McCarthy. Exactly, he's so dumb. Anyway, it's interesting, man. Poor Aaron Rodgers. No, no good coaching, man. That's a bummer. Um, maybe we'll find, maybe we'll finally get fired. McCarthy will. We'll see. But um, anyway, that'll do it for today's episode of Mozzie and the Muscle, and we thank you all for tuning in once again. You know it.